Steppers, how is life for you guys out there in the world? This is your host, Dylan Tuttle, back with another episode of the Directed Steps podcast based on Proverbs 16.9 that says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So the question is, would you rather be stepping in your own steps or would you rather be stepping in the Lord's steps? Today, I'm solo on the podcast. Um, I finished my project, my eight episode podcast series, and now we are just in the beyond stage. I'm doing this for fun. This is my passion. Uh, One of the passions that I have in life is audio production and sharing the word of God and uh, the convictions that the Lord's put on my heart. Something about the project uh, made me, you know, put this burden on my heart to talk about the joy of obedience, right? And I have a personal story in the end that's going to tie all this together as we talk about the joy of obedience. I think... Somebody in the Bible that first came to my mind when I thought about the joy of obedience is King David. David said in Psalm, I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. Let's be honest. Is doing God's will easy? No, it's it's not easy all the time. And most of the times it's in direct opposition to what our human nature desires. David had to face Goliath in battle, right? And I'm sure leading up to that, he wasn't just daydreaming, he wasn't kicking dandelions. But instead of being annihilated by David's own fear, he called out to God for confidence, right? He had to deal with the persecution of Saul and do what God's will was by restraining himself from killing Saul when he had the chance to. Or even in David's disobedience in falling into sin with Bathsheba, He had to humble himself into repentance for the shameful act he did to stay right in his communion with God, which he devoted his life to. And I think the important lesson in all of this is humility is God's will for us. And this is all going to tie back into what is the joy of obedience, right? So if doing the will of God is difficult, why should we find joy in our obedience? That's the million dollar question today. Walking with or without God, it will be difficult but the results will drastically be different depending on which difficult you choose in this life. In David's case, if he didn't fight Goliath and win, he would have to face the shame of being a coward and allowing the Philistines to blaspheme their God. If David killed Saul, who would have known the consequences David would have faced and impacted his path as a king of Israel? If David never repented for his shameful acts with Bathsheba, he would have drifted away in his relationship with God and the great works he did for the Lord would have been negatively impacted. It's really important about what David did, right? And how he decided to go in the direction of obedience in his life. Of course, God has a purpose and a reason for each season of obedience and disobedience in our lives. But I challenge you this. Think back on the time God drew you to give your life to Jesus. Or think of a time you acted in obedience to him, even when you didn't feel like it. What was life like for you in that season? That's where the joy is, right? It's the walking in the spirit of God through the obedience he calls us to. I think about in John 10.10, Jesus said, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I've come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Do you actually believe this? Like, do you do you guys actually live this out and, and think about these things in your life that what Jesus, the way that Jesus wants us to live 
we can have life and have it more abundantly than what this world has to offer us. When we seek joy in the things of the world, it will give us some instant gratification. And I know we've talked about this in the past, but as you continue to worship that idol of what this world has to give you, it will ask more and more of you and give less and less back to you as time goes on. As you continue to worship that idol, it will suck you dry, right? Until you have nothing left to give and it's just an addiction at that point. Whereas my God, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, is willing to give me more than we could ever even think of. Makes me a bit emotional just thinking about it. But I would say most Christians don't even have access to this joy in obedience. And they typically just run to the pleasures of this world because they lack belief. They lack devotion. They lack discipline. And and yeah, these things are hard, right? Believing in the tough situations is hard. Having a devotion daily is difficult. Disciplining your body to, to not go through the desires of the flesh is difficult. But this is where the joy of the Lord comes in. In John 16, 33, Jesus says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. This is a promise from God that we will face trials and sorrows. This is a promise that we are going to face difficulties in life. Sure, life is going to have its ebbs and flows, its ups and downs, its valleys and its peaks. But what difficult are you going to choose? The difficult of living in your sorrows, feeling defeated, the difficult of being a coward, the difficult of living a life full of regrets, the difficult of living a life without the hope that Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior? Or are you going to choose the difficult that believes that Jesus overcame the world? The difficult of dying to your natural desires daily. The difficult of picking up your cross. The difficult of having the tough conversations. The difficult of taking risks. The difficult of living a life that glorifies the one who gave you the life to begin with. Both of these are difficult, but they produce completely different fruit and eventually we will have to come to the conclusion of what difficult life we are going to live. A difficult life that produces joy in obedience to the Lord or a difficult life that focuses on the selfish desires where you are the false god of your own life. You're worshiping yourself and your own natural desires that are eventually going to end up with the long-term consequences that, that don't pan out to what God truly wants for your life, which is for your flourishment. The eternal fruits of the labor of a life of disobedience is seen in Revelations 21.8 that says, But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshipers, and all liars, their fate is in the fiery lake of sulfur. This is the second death. The Bible, the Bible can be intense at times. And that is the second death, right? It's it's the it's the unbelief. It's the life that that rejects God and what he did for our sake on the cross. This this verse is for the people that live the difficult life that didn't place their faith in Jesus. You know, according to Romans 6:23, they earned the wages of their sin of faithlessness to Jesus. And I think we live a life that says we don't want that because we reject the goodness of God in a daily basis. Even the believers that I have come into experience and even in my own life, right? I've rejected the goodness of God in my own life. 
and it, and it takes the Holy Spirit in me to say, hey, Dylan, you need to you need to appreciate the goodness that God has in your life and reject the things that this world has to offer you and place your faith in Jesus. But on the other hand, Galatians 6, 7 says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. As we sow obedience in this season, we will reap the blessing of God has for us in the next season. It's as simple as that. I'm not saying that he's going to bless you with a million dollars for sharing the gospel with that guy at work. But the reality is that the real blessing is that our treasure is stored in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy. The eternal blessings are much more profitable than the earthly blessings. And God will reward us according to his will, right? These, these eternal blessings are going to last forever. But everything that's here on this earth, we can't take to the grave with us. I will tell you this. When we are operating in obedience to the Holy Spirit, we will receive the love, the joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, you know, all these fruits of the Spirit, which is what I believe most people in this culture are looking for today. People out here are searching for these qualities in themselves, and they're relying on counterfeits that don't give them the real thing that God is wanting to offer us. It doesn't last. It, there's no there's no uh, perseverance in it. It's It's selfish. So the story that I have that kind of wraps this all up, the thing that kind of made me want to talk about this today. If you've been listening to the Directed Steps podcast, this is for my communication capstone project. It's the best project I've ever had the chance to create. And I'm, I'm glad I face the uncomfortability of taking this risk of starting this podcast. And it's taught me a lot. Anyway, I had to complete um, a presentation about my podcast during finals week. And keep in mind, I assume most of my audience in my class is not believers. They don't believe in Jesus. I'm just assuming that it's a secular university. And if you go to a secular university, you know, it's very um, progressive and it's kind of dark. <laughs> if I'm going to just be completely honest, a lot of the conversations I listen to are, are pretty dark. And it gave me an opportunity to, to be the light. And as I presented this podcast to my class, it was kind of the first time I got to get in front of the class and talk to uh, people about, you know, what this podcast is really about other than the people that I talked to one-on-one -on -one and that asked me or I told them about my podcast and what it's about and I shared it with them. But um, while making the presentation slides, you know, I felt the Lord putting it on my heart in my purpose section of the, 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 the presentation to actually share the gospel. Me, like I was like, dang Lord, that, that sounds kind of uncomfortable. Like, should I really do that? I don't know. And uh, I just got silence from God. God was like, no, you gotta, you're gonna go do this. I want you to share the gospel and your presentation. It definitely took some prayer and I asked some people to pray for me and it took some reminders from scripture to remember to be unashamed of the gospel. And, you know, through that prayer and through the Bible verses that I had to remind me, uh, it gave me the strength to proclaim the gospel with confidence uh, in my presentation. And one of those verses that, you know, I, I clinged on to was 2 Timothy 1.8 that says, so never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. With the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. And, you know, whatever suffering that I could have faced, it was worthy to, to do it because I was being obedient, right? And I didn't face any suffering. After I completed the presentation, I got to have a meaningful conversation with somebody in that class about Jesus. And it really got me thinking. Sometimes we think that what we do isn't going to have an impact or we're just going to fail and it's not worth trying. In some cases, you may fail, sure. 
But I like the quote Wayne Gretzky uh, said. I'm not sure when he said it, but he said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And if I didn't take the shot of doing this podcast or sharing the gospel in that presentation, you know, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to, you know, have that conversation with that person. Or I wouldn't have had the opportunity to practice, you know, my speaking skills or learn how to edit or all these things the Lord is blessing me with through this podcast. It's been taking the risk of doing this. I've seen the joy of obedience through that. After I did that presentation, after I had that conversation, I walked away that day just radiating with the joy of the Lord due to my obedience. Because of my faith, it pleased him. And I knew that. And I felt that. And you don't get that from many other things in life. I will say that. And it's, it's just a great reminder to realize how different we are when we find our joy in the things of eternity instead of enjoying the things that fade away someday. Not many people have that. And as Christians, we're called to be different, right? We're called to find our joy in the things that are incorruptible, the things that are pure, the things that are holy. And it was a good learning experience. And I, and I hope this kind of sheds some light into your life into realizing that our joy is found in the Lord and not in the things of this world or even our works, but it's in our faith that pleases him, right? That's where we find our joy and obedience. And this kind of leads into my call to action, which I'm going to just keep it short and blunt. Just do it. I can't help but think about that Shia LaBeouf meme right now. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of corny. But um, a lot of us are just so self-absorbent and that we rest in this mindset of being comfortable in the assumption of our self-defeat. Not everybody struggles with that, but God has a joy for us in the risk of being obedient. I also want to add this disclaimer that, that I struggle with this like the next person. I struggle with this just as bad. And I'm talking to about this because I'm speaking from my own lens. When I rest in this self-fulfilling prophecy of self-defeat, my fears create the lie that my view of God is smaller than my circumstances. And I'll give you a verse to back this up into how we should perceive the truth in this. Psalm 23, four says, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. As I confess my fears to God, as I renew my mind, as his word affirms that he is with me through the difficult acts of obedience, the truth begins to rest in my, in my heart and in my mind that my God is bigger than my circumstances. And he put this burden on my heart for a reason. There's a reason why I had the feeling to go share the gospel that day with my class. If I ignored that, I missed out on the privilege that God gave me to serve him that day. I missed out on a privilege to receive the joy and the act of obedience through faith. I missed out on an opportunity to receive the goodness of God if I did not act in that risk of, of obedience. As we look back now on how we started this podcast, do we have a faith like King David to take the risks that serve for a greater purpose of doing God's will and not our own? What burdens has God put on your heart recently? Think about that. Like, what are some things that God has put on your heart to say, I'm calling you to this? And you're just like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of uncomfortable. The joy of obedience is on the other side of that act of faith. And maybe you don't get those burdens on your heart. Maybe, maybe you haven't had your first act of faith yet. And maybe that first act of faith is placing your faith in Jesus to be the Lord of your life and submitting to his will 
to be set apart and to be different from the culture. Maybe that's your first act of faith. You know, life with or without Jesus is difficult, regardless. But one of the paths leads to true joy with Jesus, and the other leads to meaninglessness and long-term consequences on this earth and eternally. Jesus said, whoever is not with me is against me. There's no middle ground with Jesus. It's black or white. And you have to choose a side today. What difficult life will you choose? Yeah, that's the end of this episode on the joy of obedience. For the next upcoming podcast, I'm going to have a buddy come on and we're going to talk a little bit about legalism. We're going to talk about how religiosity can damage how we perceive our walk with the Lord and what resting in grace looks like. Um, This is the first time I did one by myself in a while. I don't know, it felt a little strange kind of not being by somebody while talking, but I don't know, I kind of had fun with this and I think I'm going to do more of these just by myself. I'm going to be around a bunch of different guests soon, so I'm going to have some other people come on the podcast and I'm really excited for that. And uh, yeah, it's always a blessing to talk about the things of the Lord. And you know, if you're listening to this, just know you're loved. Uh, God loves you and he wants a relationship with you. Yeah, that's the Directed Steps podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Tuttle, and we are out of here, y'all. Thank you for listening. Peace.